0: Hello and welcome to Getting Real with Lee and Lily. This is your co host, Lee and Lily, on Anchor. And this is a show where no subject will be left off the table and we will be guided by the Holy Spirit. So let Lily open up a prayer.
1: Okay, Heavenly Father, we beg to you and we ask for wisdom in your words today i ask for the holy spirit to be in this podcast with me and lee today guiding us and taking over use us and talk through us so you can get to our friends and our friends and our the people we love we just want to guide them give them information experience and give them your thoughts holy spirit take over this whole podcast this is yours this is you not us you and um give us wisdom let's help feel better and take <laughs> over and have fun. And whoever this message is for help us deliver it in Jesus Christ name.
0: Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lily, for that opening. So the last episode we shared was a purpose and journey to how we became, how we get to the point of starting a podcast. So today Lily and I will be talking about cheating. So that's the subject today. Y'all I know it's like a subject, a lot of people, have probably experienced and gone through or heard about so i'll open up with the first song that both of us both love it's first corinthians and this is all about love what love should be in the eyes of god so first corinthians 13 verse 4 to 7 love is patient love is kind it does not envy it does not boast It is not proud it it does not dishonor others it is not self-seeking it is not easily angered it keeps no record of wrongs love does not align the evils but rejoices with the truth it always protects always trusts, always hopes and always preserves amen
1: amen beautiful verse very beautiful yeah that is one of my favorite verses i've always been for love like i'm always i'm a romantic a hopeless romantic so i love love (laughs) um yes and um um so when I was getting ready for this, I love this. This topic, it's for me. I've seen cheating my whole life. I grew up with this since I was a ch- small child, seeing it in my family. Uh, when I got married, it happened to me. Then I did it. Then I got married again, and it, ha- got, it did, happened again to me. So I have experienced it. I want to define cheating really fast. This is the worldly, okay? Um, cheating is an act, uh, an act of dishonesty and unfair unfairness in order to gain an advantage on someone. So that's just the mm-hmm. definition. Wow. Now here in Earth, like now here, you know, there's a lot of enemies. The enemy's trying to attack. So cheating, the the enemy does not have a lot of tricks down the sleeves. He doesn't have a lot. I've I've heard the, the the saying, the devil doesn't have a lot of tricks. He's just very wise because he's old and he has mm-hmm. he uses the same tricks on everybody. One of the tricks he uses to destroy families and curse the generations to come is cheating um, cheating it, it doesn't just hurt like me and Ernie let's pretend Ernie were to cheat on me again my husband it, it wouldn't just destroy it would damage me and him it would damage of kids of our kids of our kids, our kids. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it is the devil uses that because he knows he's gonna destroy everything so that's something that we have to believe the enemy has few things that he uses. He uses money. He uses women and men, the fairs. Mm-hmm. And he uses power. You know, that's how he did to Adam and Eve. He said, you know, you, God told them you can only eat from one tree. You can eat from all the trees except one tree.
0: Um, yes. <laughs> yes, Genesis, you know? in the beginning of
1: time, yeah? In the beginning of time, you know, and you remember Genesis. But the devil told um, Eve, well don't you want to know the truth how it feels like Mm -hmm. just have one bite and then he goes and gets you know he gets a husband and he gets a. so this is the devil's lie he always comes to kill lie and destroy now i'm going to get into cheating that i just want you guys to explain to understand where it who puts this is not a god thing because commandment number seven you should not commit adultery it is not a godly thing totally it's the enemy if you are starting to wink at someone at work, feeling extra special when someone's messaging, it's mm-hmm. the devil sliding through, and that is called cheating. And I knew in this world right now, with all these people, it is becoming more. It's okay. I'm not doing anything. Yeah, exactly. You're flirting with sin you're about to fall on your face and it's the enemy he's gonna devour you not just attack you he's gonna devour you your husband and your kids yeah. so that is what i want to start what it is and who really is behind it um god when i was looking into the bible it said that even the thought of you thinking of someone
0: mm-hmm. it's already cheating <laughs> so, i think that's in matthew that was said by jesus sorry uh, if i believe yeah? yeah yeah
1: so even the thought so that's uh, this is the the devil comes and dump things in our heads and just because he puts it in your head really fast you're not supposed to do it you're not supposed to receive it you, you're supposed to filter this is why you have to know your bible your ten commandments so you start filtering so cheating it is horrible um i i, I do have examples but I just wanted you to understand where it comes from. Is is the enemy trying to mm-hmm. you to destroy everything you have? I was I also heard a couple of days of podcasts about cheating. I was trying to get enough knowledge. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's good. Knowledge is power. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and um, the girl said the, the the girl talking on the podcast was saying that a lot of people are just cheating now because they want they could be happier. So they're happy in marriages but they're still going out there and cheating because the idea that the devil has already planted in their head that wow maybe i can be happier <laughs> mm-hmm. so sometimes it's not even a sexual attraction now it's just the enemy planting this because he Adolescent. wants to destroy it. yes um uh i will talk um so that's what what i how the devil uses it this is the what's really happening in the Mm-hmm. the world that we don't see what happens in the world we see like the feelings of us you and me i remember um when my husband was having the affair before i found out he was having the affair um he would come home and i would be like usually when i we started dating i would be like babe how was work and he would mm-hmm. be like oh it was nice today i was at work i was in traffic it was frustrating oh my god blah 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 woo-dee-woo, woo-dee-woo. and it would be like every night you know like this then um i started noticing i would be like how was work Is that like, damn, I have to say it all over again? Like, it was fine. I was like, wow. I say it all over again? <laughs> like, <laughs> everything started changing, like, the relationship, the disrespect. Because he was already feeling like, you know, I'm already doing stuff. Like, the way he would talk, like, when he would come home, I would be like, uh, you know, you know, you give a husband a kiss when they come home? He'd be mm-hmm. like, oh, come on, back up. I've been working all day. Like, I would notice, like, what is wrong with you? That wow. was putting me down. And it's like, you know, because you don't find out in one week. It takes a month of you seeing, like, what is wrong with you? Mm-hmm. Like, the whole chaining because he can't come home and look at me because, you know, they've been doing stuff. Yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? Absolutely. So they get home, and they already been talking to somebody, their story, so they don't want to come home and tell me now again because they already told somebody else how their day went. And
0: they yes. already
1: have that it's already been taken you know so it started destroying me as a woman feeling like what is wrong with me what am i doing wrong what if it it starts hurting so when you start doing that affair you start killing your marriage Mm -hmm. your wife you're putting her down everything you built in her the trust the relationship it starts destroying it destroying it absolutely and what's worse yeah that is worse but we're adults you know therapy will fix everything but what's, what's worse is the 6 month old in the crib is feeling it mm-hmm. the the 12 year old daughter and son they're feeling it you think you're hiding it and you're protecting them no that, that, that the enemy entered through a pretty girl or a pretty guy a strong buff guy
0: mm-hmm. you let
1: into and now it's gonna take everybody down It's going to be a chain. It's going to affect them for years and years to come. Yeah. There's two options when somebody has an affair. You can either stay and heal it all up and go through therapy, which is my recommendation. Fix what you broke and what you have damaged. Don't leave it there and let it rot by itself and figure out somebody else will fix it. You should stay there and heal it. Love it again. Do the whole Corinthians. Love it, you know? take mm-hmm. care of it nurture it but the other option that the world thinks is if they had an affair you should leave them and then it's that one is many the worst. people
0: do. Mm-hmm. yeah
1: and that that to me is the worst because first of all you're both now you're both broken you have guilt and you saw somebody get destroyed and you, you're you know so you're already broken the person you left feels like they're nothing they sit there and wonder what they did They pictured you giving that other person the kisses that were supposed to be. They wonder if you kissed them the same way, if you spoke Mm -hmm. the same words, if when you were kissing them, if you ever even thought about them. Like it's a million thoughts through that person. And these kids underneath are watching every second, every move. So now, see, you see what the enemy did? With the nice little five minutes that you maybe had if you were good,
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: If you were good, you had five minutes. You have destroyed your partner that you swore, probably if you're married, all the promises you made as a couple. Like you know, I will take care of you. I will be, be there. I will be your strength. I will be, you know. You yep. have destroyed him. Now your kids, you have, you have chained them. You have changed them. Chained them to your sin. so this is why cheating is deep it is a form of killing people it's a form of giving your family uh just messing them up
0: absolutely
1: yeah um thank god for me and my husband it was really hard it took four years uh we did take a lot of therapy um he started at work I, I was I, um, I was pregnant, so I was a little, I, when I get pregnant, I get very um, bipolar. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm happy, cry, happy, cry. My husband, it was too hard for him. So he started to talk to a young girl at work who would make them feel mm-hmm. like it, she wasn't crazy. So he would go vent to her how crazy she was and her taking advantage of the situation,
0: you know. Open up the door
1: open up the door which was the all the enemy but yep. uh it started at work he was at work and he would just spend hours and hours with her um and uh then i had my baby and i i didn't know what was wrong so i couldn't fix it i begged god god what is it why is he acting like this what is wrong with him is it me is it the pregnancy i could not so i i just started you know me fbi status <laughs> instead of loving my nice baby, baby and taking care of my teenager kids I was doing the whole FBI I started putting trackers on
0: <laughs> you had every right to because you were like what the hell that's your husband you know
1: yeah I, well the thing was it's like I was hoping it wasn't that I was hoping maybe he started doing drugs I don't know <laughs> <laughs>
0: But that's and that's the thing, i like, see how the enemy's like, it's not what you're gonna think it is, it could be something and then that's how he also deceives you because that's what he's meant to do, lie to you. So you can be like, Ah, no, it's not that. Meanwhile, because adultery is the word one of the worst sins you can commit because it's an intimate connection, a soul tie you make with somebody. Amen. You know, so they keep the enemy does it and, and tries to be like, Oh, let's go this way, no, go this way, it's not it's this, it's this and you like well, no and then you find out what it really is, it destroys you
1: to the core. It destroys you I had nightmares for months screaming at night just waking up I just picture him giving somebody else' my kiss giving somebody else my hugs giving some telling that person what I was doing what I was saying you did mm-hmm. you, you it's so invasive like exactly. it, was, it was so tre I had to go to therapy I had to go to therapy I started my relationship with Christ which was it was Amen. yeah um, I, I I believe uh, so and I did heal um hundred percent I have forgiven my husband. I talk about this not because I have not forgave my husband. I have forgave my husband, not I. God help me forgive Amen. and heal this that could have wound me for life I
0: uh, mm-hmm. Yes and
1: my children. But God healed and I bet I prayed. I prayed. He prayed with me. We went to church and we tried to heal and God healed this. I don't think I could, I don't think nobody can heal from this without God. Amen. Yeah. It's it's such a traumatic, um, traumatic. Um, this is this this was the outcome of forgiveness. I would like to talk about my first marriage. My first mm-hmm. marriage was the outcome of not forgive me. So mm-hmm. the same thing when I was young, I got married. I think I was 15 when I moved in with him, and we were young. So we always would say like, "Oh, you were my first. I was your first We didn't get to experiment. So he would always cheat, mm-hmm. and we just, you know, that's just how we, it was. Um, no, let's take it back. Let's take it back. Let's take. I'm gonna go one more <laughs> time. One more back. A couple more. Uh, ten century. Ten years forward. When I was 10, I I watched my dad have an affair. I actually saw him having an affair with a young girl. And uh, for two years, I didn't want to tell my mom because I didn't want my mom to leave my dad because my dad was homeless. And he had always been a, an orphan kid. He always lived by himself. He didn't have a mom, he didn't have a dad. He didn't, you know, he had a problem with alcoholism. So I knew he had nobody. And he would always tell me when he would get drunk, if you guys were to leave me, I have nothing. I would go, I would probably kill myself. And he would always say that. So for when I found out that he was having an affair, I would honestly cover for him. So whenever Mm -hmm. I saw my mom was coming and I I would see him in the room with the other girl, he didn't know I knew, but I would be like making noise. Like, this is is, my mom is coming, mom, daddy, daddy, you know? (laughs) And I would cover it And and um, for two years till one day. You know, I, I I remember crying. I remember telling my mom like secretly, "Mom, what would happen if you were to leave my dad? What would you do if you if I were to mm-hmm. tell you that my dad's having an affair?" My mom would be like, "It would never happen. You don't have to worry about it." Wow. And I really, <laughs> and you already, knew. you Yeah. And for two years, I kept it quiet. So then, when I my mom was like, finally one day, "Why are you so angry? What is wrong with you, Lily? Why are you so angry?" And then I told her. Mm-hmm. Then I finally blew up. I remember screaming and crying, all dramatic. (laughs) She says, I saw daddy with this girl and she's been having an affair. And then my mom was like, no, you're lying. You're such a liar. So then he took me to my dad and that girl. And I, I remember I was like, you did. And it was this time and this time and this time. And then my mom left them for like a month and then they got in a fight and then they got back together. And then guess whose fault everything was. Yours. (laughs) 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 Yours.
0: The children always blame for dumb problems and then and then how that affects us as adults. You know. Yes. So then, yeah. So I carried that for my for
1: my whole life. Like I always thought cheating is something that happens. Cheating is something that I should expect. It's gonna happen to me. So I would always mm-hmm. be like, before they do it to me, I'm gonna do it to them. Before they do it to me, I'm gonna do it to them. Yeah. And it's funny because then I got married. Same thing you started cheating on me. Then I started. Then it was, it was all horrible. Just cheating back and forth. We were both so broken and hurt. It was crazy. Wow. And yeah, we were fine. Look at us. We made it. But my daughter was watching. My son mm-hmm. was watching. Now, they get into relationships, and they struggle with the whole cheating. They they ask me, Mom, what if they cheat on me, Mom? They have fears. They cannot go into marriage because that. Now I'm trying to restore with God, praying for them, trying to learn as much as I can to forgive. I just want forgiveness. Because at the end, the only thing that healed everything, all the cheating and all the lying, was forgiveness. Amen. Yeah. Glory to God, because he did it. Because the medicine for all that is forgiveness and love you've got to give them what they didn't give you you got to give
0: them love forgiveness amen and it's and it's so sad to hear that it now trickles into your kids because your kids will witness it to that and that's a lot of people don't understand when cheating occurs like i said the kids are watching and you don't know how they internalize what they see and how it projects when they become adults and a lot of people that are adults don't understand the magnitude of that. They think, oh, it's like five minutes or five or 10 minutes or whatever, how long. But that effect lasts a kid's lifetimes. of, And it goes into generational, generational, you know. And men and women think, oh, it's just, you know, it's fine. But what about the kids? It's not fun for them, yep. you know. And it breaks my heart to hear that that's what your daughter, your son has to go through. And then even, like, your little one, like, she was born into that, you know? So imagine now, the stress that all of them are carrying with them. And they have this bubble of when, when's it going to happen? And they're just waving. It's like a bubble of anxiety. They don't know when the bubble going to pop and when they're going to be hurt. And that's so sad for them to carry with them, you know? Yes.
1: But yeah. God is good, and I pray for them every day. And I, you. I, I, I'm going to... I believe this happened to my grandma. I believe this happened to my mom. This happened. I saw it happen to my mom. It happened to me, and my mm-hmm. daughter is waiting. And I, I am gonna break this generational curse. I, I'm praying. I am not. I, I. Yes, it did happen, and yes, we started wrong, but we're not gonna end like this. Mm-hmm. We are not. Glory, God be with us. But no, um, my daughter was recently married, mm-hmm. and um, she was married for a year and she could not stay married because she said she would dream about him cheating every day on her and she just cannot stay in the marriage so she left the marriage um i have tears in my face because you know uh the devil used me to get to her to her you know like Mm -hmm. we just it has to stop cheating has to stop i know it is accepted in this community i know the world has made it everybody cheats oh i'm mm-hmm. gonna have a fling at work oh i'm gonna dress up provocative at work for this my husband my it? work husband <laughs> yeah work husband
0: you know, or work yeah. boyfriend or work wife i, I never got that concept when i moved to america and i heard this and i'm like what is a you know my sister used to call her best friend her boo my sister was young when she knew she was eight and oh my boo and i'm like you're not gay so why are you claiming this woman on your profile as my as my wife and i'm like yo th- this concept just blows my mind you know yeah like no. how to become normal it's weird to me it's weird because
1: see how i have seen so much i know mm-hmm. when you're flirting with i maybe you're not committing the sin yet maybe maybe you you know like if i have a boyfriend at work right and mm-hmm. i tell him all everything ernie does and he makes me smile and he makes me feel some kind of way but you see i've never kissed him and i've never hugged his hand. but yeah. i'm feeling some kind of way it's already flirting with sin. I'm already yeah. sinning. Because I'm already feeling some kind of way. And I'm talking about my husband. My husband should not be disclosed, but the opposite sex. Ever. Yeah. You're already disrespecting him. And what is, a husband wants respect and a woman wants love. You're already fucking with him. You're already messing yeah. with him. So and you, you already went him. far. You already did it. Uh, same she, thing with and the guys.
0: Yeah, same thing this with what the guys. It's like, uh, I'm sorry to you, but same thing you saying right now, people don't understand, just a thought opens up that door, you know, and that's why Jesus says don't even think about it, do not have a lustful thoughts, because the moment you have lustful thoughts, that's already the gateway for the enemy to in, in, like, infiltrate, mm-hmm. and people are like, oh, is this a thought, is this a fantasy, no, it's not just a fantasy, because those fantasies, remember, thoughts become actions you know what i'm saying like you yes, don't yes, understand how that that manifests so you cannot like, think oh you know this person's sexy let me but you manifest in that thought and then you open those doors and you don't know what the enemy is going to bring around you for those doors to be open like a floodgate you know just yeah. by one single
1: thought yeah yeah no you have to control your thoughts just because a thought lands in your head doesn't mean you need to think about it over and over if a thought comes <laughs> to your head you need to start rebuking it because somebody's sending it Mhm. Somebody sending it. If it's if it's some weird porn thing, it, I'm I'm 100 sure it's from Satan. So rebuke it, rebuke it. Don't feed it. Don't be like, oh, I just pictured a nice little booty all around on me. Now you want to go watch porn. What's mm-hmm. gonna happen after that? You're gonna look at your wife that just had three kids and her bat, so her little booty's all saggy, and now you're gonna be like, I don't want that booty.
0: Yep. You're
1: Opening it up, you're opening. It, you know what that's gonna lead up to? oh no my husband says no that's not gonna lead up yes it is you're halfway there you already thought about it your brain goes first then your body follows if your brain is already thinking stuff like that you're already gonna go there you're already halfway there if I start That's looking bad. at my husband, you know, like he always be saying, like these girls have to work out. It's like don't be looking at them like that. I know you, you, I know you mean well. Like oh, they must do good work. I know what you mean, but don't start looking at them because what happens? It's not because I'm jealous. Trust me, I'm. I trust my husband. Comparing. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. And it's not that I trust him. So let me re say this. I trust them hundred percent. But it's not because I trust him. I trust him because my Holy Spirit told me, trust him. Because this time I'm with you. So it's not reality that I trust my husband. My husband's human. But I trust the Holy Spirit that if it happens again, my Holy Spirit is gonna keep me standing on my two feet and I'm
0: gonna be a okay. And that and let's go bounce back on that. Like you have to trust yourself and trust with yourself with god because the moment as a woman and men when we stand on the word no matter what no one in relationships compare you to or oh, you should look like this you shouldn't look like this because those little words and comparison to other men and females is also another gateway for cheating to happen because now you're making that your significant other feel like shit. because why are you comparing them to everybody else instead of being satisfied with what you have and knowing the path that you're each gone through to get your relationship to where it is You know, and people don't understand that. Like, like you you just mentioned, oh, you should, you know, work out. Like, if you go tell your wife, oh, you look fat today, that messes with her mind. It's like, damn, like, I'm not good enough anymore. But Mm -hmm. not realizing that she had, like, several kids, like, two, three kids. And then you say that to her, she she went through a whole body change just to get to where she for you to have a generation, for your name to be carried on generation to generation. So the fact Mm -hmm. that you would, like, put her down is, like, the most horrible thing you can do to a woman. And they men too, this. because women do the same thing. Women will be like, "Oh man, the man over there look better than you." Not realizing this man is working his ass off to make sure you have a house, a car, the food on the table, the bills are paid. But you, you're looking at a whole supermodel, a guy yeah. that don't have nothing because you will come paying it. There. Why? Because you are in lustful territory, and that's, that's what a lot of people like don't understand. Just those little words like that is little gateways for the devil to work in and just take over. You know, mm-hmm. and like you said, having relationships with your hard work husband or work wife, telling things that are personal to your relationship, and you are telling somebody else that has nothing. Know, the, the person doesn't sleep in your bed at night. The person doesn't carry the burdens that you carry. But yet, you're gonna open yourself up to that person. How are you, mm-hmm. Like you know, like, and that's what you guys need to start thinking. Like, how do I readjust that? Stop trusting what society is putting out there. You just start looking inward and reading your Bible and getting to know the Word and getting to know God. Because in the beginning, in Leviticus, when you know, Exodus was said about um do not commit the daughter commandment seven. But he follows by you in know, Leviticus about anyone that cheats is put to death. Amen. So that means that was a serious freaking um a serious sin to commit. You know, because like I said, it's a soul tie. You get into a real intimate space with your spirit. So for you to do that and collect spirits along the way, because you want to see parents, if you know, you don't realize the magnitude of that spiritual tie that you're creating. And the spiritual tie doesn't affect just you, but like I said, the kids and. That's sort of the starts connecting when you start making comments like that. Like, oh, you, you get it too fat, Or, you know, you don't look like this person. Or like, you decide, oh, let me go see this porn thing because my friend told me and hey, you need to watch this, this girl. Like, little things like that is what Jesus talks about in Matthew 5 verse 28. May I say to you that everyone who looks at a woman or man with lustful intent has already committed the adultery in his or her heart. And that's mm. how deep it goes. And people are like, huh, it, it's nothing. Yeah. but Garza is everything because why would he put those there to be a sentence to cheating because it's, mm-hmm. it's something that's really deep and it goes deeper than you think yeah deeper yes yes and, yeah. and
1: now this is what they do to the girls but I want to tell you what they go to the boys so the boys so the girls want love right so this is the mm-hmm. love part the guys There's a lot of girls that cheat. Let me tell you, back in 2011, 2012, a lot of women left good good husbands because Mm -hmm. that was very, very popular back in those days that a lot of the guys, women want love, men want respect. Yep. Men, that's what they seek. That's what God may intended us for. We were the love and the guys were the respect, right? Mm -hmm. So a lot of these women were raised by single women or women that are leading. I don't know why they're leading now because he's supposed to be the, the good dad, but okay, whatever. They're feeding these women that you get yours. You mm-hmm. be you. You take no order from nobody. Put him down. But he make him your husband, but don't give him respect. Don't give him his power. Don't give him... He, the man that was born to lead and to yes. be firm because he's the man. That's just the nature. You can argue with about the world. I, I, I don't care. But I'm telling you what was meant oh, to God, man. Me, yeah. yeah, but it, God, the man is supposed to go first. The husband's the leader. The wife is supposed to be second praying and loving and then the kids in mm-hmm. the bottom and it's just how the uh, the how it's supposed to be so a lot of these girls want to put these guys down I won't post them nowhere I won't tell nobody nowhere but oh I mm-hmm. love him and I want him to be faithful you're not giving him the respect he wants and he fiends in his body yep you're not giving him when he talks and he tells you we should get this house because I think this is going to be better no I don't want that house and you cover his you're covering his, you know what I'm saying? The respect that he needs as a man, which yep. I'm saying, you know, like that's the new way of putting the guy down, which leads him to want to cheat. Yes, I was sir. studying this because when I was going through counseling, the the counselor told me this, see, it, it, when somebody cheats, it's not your fault, but sometimes it's 50-50 because he's trying to explain something that he's been feeling that he hasn't been able to do since he's been with you. So he's finding an out way to get out. So mm-hmm. for me, it was that like I wasn't giving him his respect as a man. I wanted mm-hmm. to control everything. I wanted him to work here. I wanted us to decorate this way. He wanted to fix something, buy something. I'd be like, No, I don't like that one.
0: Exactly. <laughs> no, I don't
1: like that. No, I don't like that. No, you stay here. No, you go there. Okay, now you can breathe. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and that's the thing. That people don't realize that when you be when you have this mentality for woman. Oh, the we ha- you know we have a say too. Yes, you have an opinion. Don't get me wrong. But yes. do not dim your man's life because a man is a head for a reason. God created Adam for a reason. He created to be that strong, like the leader of the family. And the women were created for the emotional, you know, the, for of the family. And people were like, oh, no, I can do anything a man does. No, we were not created equal. You need to get, you need to get that together. When God created Adam, he took a rib and um, created Eve. You know what I'm saying? And then they're like, oh, no, we're equal. No, we're not. We, we, were, created for two, we, were, uh, we were created for two different roles in society. Yes. And We're that mentality, uh-huh. yeah, And that mentality of the woman that like, I can do this, I'm gonna run this house, and I'm gonna make this man feel like you know he he don't run this. At the end of the day, if you look in the Bible, it says why the it, a lot of people have this controversy when about a, a wife was submit to a husband, right? Uh-huh. And I'm, I think it's in Ephesians, and they saw my, but they don't realize that, that one sentence is only one sentence of the Bible. But if you continue to read the rest of the verse in Ephesians five, yeah, Ephesians five verse twenty. 22 it takes how it says how a man should love his wife there's more details to that and people want to get that twisted and i'm like no you need that's why you that's why you need to have god as your center to open up your mind and your heart to see how god wants us as individuals to love on our spouses and to make a family in god because a lot of times there's women that are damaged, and like like you said, there's a big number of single mothers out there. Because why the mothers are not even raising their sons to be good men because they haven't yes. had that example. They don't have that man. That this is how a man should be, you know. So they have this woman and this man, like they become man. It isn't a Woman. It doesn't. Just want to. He like toss it out and like nah. That's not what God wants us to be. So how are we gonna create a society where? you know there's equal respect Is by realizing that everybody is created differently women are created different from man and that's how you and have god as your center and once you understand that everything will start opening up
1: you know amen. amen yes amen and i'm not saying women are less no 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 nope. i'm just saying nope. we're a different animal we're different we cannot compare each other we could we cannot compare it yes we're human but you're a man and he's a woman there's no competition no he gives you sperm you give him a baby there's no no competition it's don't don't put yourself in that race it's not it's not um and for me it, it took me a lot to learn to submit because i saw my dad beat my mom Mm-hmm. And I swore to myself, I made a pact with the with the enemy that I would never let a man put me down. So I had to break that that attachment that I had with the enemy, because when I was I was little and I was like four, five, six, seven years, eight, nine, ten, watching my dad beat my mom, hit her, slap her, throw things at her, and I would be, heck, no, a guy's not gonna treat
0: me like yeah. that. <laughs> exactly. So when, yeah, yeah all no. we all see when we see our parents going through stuff, and we like, hey, hey what to us? Uh-uh, that ain't <laughs> to us. We, not, not gonna happen to us. Ain't gonna
1: happen. Ain't gonna happen. Dude, I, I'm 5'7", and I'm always been like, I'm a, always been a little husky. So I'm like, oh, you better not say nothing, boy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I say no, I'm about to get no, no mess with me. I don't, I, I'm I'm short as hell, but I will take somebody that. I don't even care. I got all the time. Yeah, but God. Like,
1: yep. Yeah, go ahead. God taught me submission. And he told me, he told me, okay, I'm going to take care of it. I'm going to rebuild. So when he cheated on me, Ernie, my husband, Mm -hmm. when he had that affair, that marriage died. That marriage died. We split up. We died. Mm -hmm. We were separated. And I prayed and I begged God, do what you want, God. And he told me, you're going to receive him back when he comes back, but you're going to do it my way. Submission, you're gonna love him, you're gonna wash his feet. I was like, Lord, you hate This is saying <laughs> <laughs> he had an affair. You wash, his, you want me to wash his
0: feet? <laughs> but that's how God saying be helpful because why you know, what i'm saying you in them in a in the first go around your marriage, you were like, because of all the pain you carried, you were like, I ain't doing that, you know. But God mm-hmm. said forgive that let that die and be humble and be the wife that i created you to be for your husband isn't that just amazing how god works beautiful (laughs) Beautiful. glory to god he's so beautiful because i've been like my first marriage like i did not know how naive i was because i didn't go in my life growing up i never saw my parents have affairs my my mother and my father were each other's first Never had sex but on their marriage night, that was the first time ever, and it's rare nowadays because you hear a lot of people like, Oh, we had sex before marriage, yeah, I'm one of them, that happened to me too. But my marriage me too. Me too. was very, <laughs> we were all we were guilty of that, you know. But my marriage, when my first husband, he, the day he asked me to marry him, I'm so this is how stupid, naive I was. He had a hickey on his neck, and I'm like, What happened? How you get a hickey? He said, oh, no, some girl at the club, you know, she, she sucked too hard. That was what he told me, and I'm like. My diamonds, oh okay. And then not even five minutes later, he asked me the marry And I'm not even realizing that he was cheating on me. You know? And so after he, then, then another situation happened a year later. His belt was left to his best friend. His best friend that came from New York and they were visiting and they went out. He comes home, no belt. I'm going like, to have two belts. Oh, I left it in my car. Those indications were like he was having an affair. I was so dumb and even not to see because why I never was I was so shouted in my growing up years that I never even knew what cheating was. So I'm like, okay, you know. Long story short, he passed away. All of a sudden, a plethora of women come out and say, I was being with your husband. And I'm like, oh my gosh, where did this woman come from? And I was like, this is what cheating is. And I did not see the signs because I was so naive to it, you know. Then I get to my other relationship after that, like, oh, that was like years later, like 2000. This happened in 2009 the night that was my marriage. It only lasted for, for that long. And then I'm now in my 20s dating another guy. And I'm so, I'm a person like this. And I'll tell you this at the day. When you, when I meet somebody, I'm a person that gives a thousand percent of who I am. I do not believe in trust, um, trust is earned. You know what I'm saying? Like respect is earned. I give you 100% respect, 100% trust, 100% of everything of me. The moment that you start doing things that's knocking it down to 0%, Then I know I walk away and I have nothing, no regret because I gave you all of me. There's no could have, would have, should have, maybe there's solutions. solution. I walk away completely because I did everything I was supposed to do. So this relationship I was in now, I was so giving, I was even giving my bank card to get gas. I was so naive to the situation and I'm thinking, okay, you know, I didn't think he was cheating. Come to find out that how I found out the situation is so crazy. My friend, that was having a birthday party for her daughter calls me up and says, Oh, so and so's not invited. I'm like, Why? She's like, You didn't hear? I said, Hey, what? She's like, Well, he apparently was talking to her husband's sister for years and not just her plenty of other women, but particularly that weekend before, he had gone into a club and he was groping on females because he was so drunk. And I was like, Hold on, this happened last weekend. She's like, Yes, yeah, so he can't he's invited to the party. So I sped all the way home. He comes home and he's like, he didn't know what the hell he did not do anything. So he gets into the driver. I grab drive my keys. I said, you ain't driving my car no more. He's like, what happened? I literally, God forgive me, but I, I slapped the shit out of him. And then he was like, what happened? And then I called tell him, like, this is what happened. This is what I was told, you know, whoop the whoop And he's like, then we got this whole argument within two, three hours, it calmed down. But I was so, so heated, something was not right. So I went to him and I was like, what's your Facebook password? I need to know what's going on. He gives it to me because he's like, okay, she's not gonna find that thing he deleted all the messages but what he didn't know how facebook is set up there was a section where other meshes if you're not friends with this person it gets sent to other messages right in requests so i clicked on this i opened his facebook I clicked it up open it up there's like paragraphs from some female and then all of a sudden i see a baby picture i'm like a oh, baby picture looks just like his child mm. this little girl was born within three weeks of me getting the seamless message mm. i'm like what I go downstairs, I, I, I take my five fingers and I flapped his ass awake. Boom. I was like, who is this baby? Look at that. He, did, he didn't even know the baby existed. He had no idea this child existed. <sighs> so I kind of found that he was having his affair with this woman that's 13 years older than me, than the mm-hmm. both of us. So when I so he found out that night that he had a child that he, he thought that he gave her money to get an abortion. She didn't have an abortion. She kept the child. And this was like... <laughs> This was like January, the, the first of January. This was when they found funny because something happened over there, and whatever, some crazy situation. But he thought she had an abortion; she didn't. So she had messaged him saying that he had a child. I'm finding out. He's finding out the same time I'm finding out. And the next day, I had my homie on the phone, and I called her up, and I, and she told me everything how they met, what I was to him. I was a I, I was an aunt that he lived with, and I was like, hold on, what? You know. And I gave her everything, all the, all the information she needed to know where he was working, his social security number, everything so she can put in my top of Because I was like, I'm not dealing with that. As a woman, I'm not gonna be fine with another woman for over a man. Especially mm-hmm. a man that's gonna disrespect me like that, you know? hmm And at the end of that, it did two more to tell me, oh yeah, by the way, it's mine. What? <laughs> like, I already knew that, so why are you have to be it, You know? But that right there, I had to literally Reevaluate my gut feeling because I was so naive and so giving and so everything to this person that I never saw the sign. Because every time he would go out, he would send me a picture on me. I'm at my homeboy house, all of us chilling on the drinking whatever they're doing over there. And I'm thinking, okay, he's over there. Meanwhile, he's over there for like five, ten minutes, and he leaves and goes to her house. So Man. he played me like that, and then it was so gut wrenching. And when we broke up, I literally focused on God. I did not date for a whole year and I just focused on God. I was like, what, what am I not seeing? Why? You know what I'm saying? How am I being so naive and the second time in my life? this happened. Like, I'm not aware of these things. And God told me, he's like, you have to put me in your center. You had to put me in your center. And then yeah. I happened to come across this book called by Steve Harvey, act like a lady, think like a man. And in one of the chapters, it says, why do men cheat? And he he gave this most simplest answer because they can and i was like wow no matter what we do as women and men we cannot control no one's behavior they are in control of their own choices no matter what we how much love we give them or how much we, we try to be different they are still in control they, they still have that last decision am i gonna lose am i not gonna do this you know so it's only so much we can control and, ha- and i had to learn that so through the grace of God and through God's love and power, I became the person I am today to be able to talk about it because it was hurtful. Because a month after, you know, this had happened with my second relationship cheating, having a baby, my friend actually called me about, um, about the situation. She shows me a picture on his on his Instagram. All of a sudden, now he's claiming the baby on Instagram. Oh, this is my baby, and she was like, look, he's actually claiming it. I literally got sick to my stomach, and I felt so broken. But I couldn't break down at that moment because I was at her, her daughter's birthday party. And I was like, wow, you know? Yeah. But it took me, it took me a while to get over that and find God. Because I always was close to God, but I had to really find him. Yeah. You know? Because we walk away, and then that's when
1: the when the enemy attacks us and gets us and uses our weakness, our you know, because exactly. to kill, lie, and destroy. And we just he
0: uses the same tactics. Amen. And what I'm grateful for that is like my kids didn't see the disrespect. Like my kids saw like a mind of it because you know, like you say, like there's certain things that change about a guy. Like he wants to tell you about a day, but it's like we ask him again, oh no, I did this. And you're like, hold on, we want to who? You know? And it makes you like, mm-hmm. why What's going on? And it was little cues like that in the arguments. I'm like, why are we arguing for? You know? And then next day he comes, oh, give me roses. I'm sorry I talked to you like that. Not knowing he was living with guilt the whole entire time. Mm. so luckily my sons didn't see the whole cheating thing going on They would, my, I get, I kept them very close to me very sheltered to me so they didn't see the, the, all they saw was the destruction and how I had to build myself back up to be the woman I am today because I had to be a mother I could not stop being a mother for my sons But mm. the same breath I had to teach them how to be respectful gentlemen because they're in the age now where they're 15 or 14 and they're going to go out there and I want them to be the best husband's boyfriend's husbands they can be for their wherever they decide to choose to you know have relationships with so i'm so like it hurts me to hear lily talking about her 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 children have to witness that because it's like they don't need that they don't have they don't need that that extra burden on their life because kids they have their own little problems you know and to add adult problems is a heavy burden that they're going to carry so i'm definitely going to pray for them because that needs to be resolved because they need to know like that they are loved and no matter who they are with that person you know what I'm saying, they have to trust that person and that's where trust really comes in you know because they, they, you don't rely as a parent that you create trust issues within your kids when they see certain things happen in their household and mm-hmm. you just somehow kind of act and that's why god is so important to have in our lives because he gives a blueprint of what love is supposed to be about yes. and He says about the consequences you know what happens and we gotta teach our kids this, and teach them how to be good, individual, God-fearing men and women. And that is so powerful. Yes. <laughs> it's so powerful. Yes. yes, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna take it
1: a little bit further. This is why, as the moms that we are, or if you're the dad that that is the one that prays for this family, you gotta keep praying. You gotta mm-hmm. keep praying in the morning. You gotta pray at lunchtime. You gotta pray at dinner time. You gotta pray when they walk in. You gotta pray when they walk out. And when you see something is not right, start rebuking the enemy, because he'll get uh-huh. them. They're teenager boys. You don't know how, how addicting porn is right now. The pastor in my church said that out of two men, one is addicted to porn and masturbation. You gotta start rebuking this stuff. You gotta wow. start rebuking. It is real. I know we don't like to talk about it. I know we don't. Yeah. out of four girls, one of them is molested. Wow! You have to start praying for these girls. We have to start praying. Mm-hmm. It is real. Satan is real. He's coming strong. He's not. A, he's not hiding no more. There's nope. a law that says that if a girl that's a is masturbated but molested by an 18 year old boy is illegal. It is real. The enemy oh, is attacking. It is legal in California because all these, yeah, so 10 years, so if your kid is six and he's masturbated, he's being molested by a 16 year old, it's okay. It's called, they have sex fetishes. It is real. They're coming to destroy us.
0: These are real things. Oh my goodness. You are telling me
1: something I did not know about. Wow. Yes. So I'm here, like I'm telling you, we need to start rebuking. We see our kids. We need to start putting hands on them, praying. Lord, amen. Heavenly Father, I give you my kids. They're not mine. They're yours. Lord, You're be done. Guide amen. them. Protect them. Because when they go out, you give them as much. I give my kids verses, knowledge, experience. I, they know my whole story because I'm I'm here to break chains. I'm going to break this chain that has amen. been passed to generation, generation. But I need to tell them the truth. A lot of these parents don't want to tell their kids the truth because they don't want to hurt them. If it's a family curse, the devil's going to attack them the same way he attacked you. So you got to get them ready. You got to get them ready. You got to tell them you're brave. You're strong. God is with you. With God, you can do all things with Jesus Christ who gives us strength. You know, you got to tell them these verses. You got to let them know because the enemy's in there. He's whispering. He's dropping little thoughts. He's doing this and
0: it is yeah. Real. yeah. A lot of time, I'm gonna pick it back up there A lot of time you like because of society's like sex has become so normal when it's not normal. Like in my household, it's in, still in my where I come from South Africa, we are smart. our parents still raise us that sex only happens in marriage. So when I moved That's to true. the US many years ago, I was having friends. I was in that 11th grade. My friends are like 16, you know, 16, 17 and 15 having sex already. And I'm like, hold on, rewinding what happened, you know? But I was not aware of how sex has become so normalized in, you know, you know, the U.S. or other countries where where I come from. It's like not because even my one of my closest friends, she actually got married at 28 and had her first husband. And that was it. That's when they consummate their marriage. So that still happens. And that's the society we need to get back to. Because yes. there's too much stuff on social media is now so easy, you just open your phone and there there's something, you know, a sex um, post, whatever. You know, woman, ass, hanging out boo all kinds of stuff. But we gotta keep our kids from that, you know?
1: Yes, and praying for them. That's the only way because this social media, this the schools are promoting sex and telling them it's okay. Oh, and you don't have to have one. You don't have to be loyal to one yes you do the bible says you should have one and it's for the rest of your life and yep. you know what i'm saying as long as this person doesn't put hands on you you got to try you got to give it to god if this person puts hands on you and you're not even married and it's already cheating on you if he's if you're not even married and he's cheating on you run run right. run, yep. run he's showing you 10 and that's 10 yep. if you're married with someone and that person i i say try give it to god Unless that person puts hands on you, if that person puts hands on you, I think you should have asked for help, save yourself, protect your kids, yourself. But if it's other than that, like cheating, give it to God. Give it to God. A lot of you know, I I hate cheating. I hate affairs, but they're not all bad. It's like cancer, you know. Yeah, it, yeah, it is bad, and it can kill it, but it can also you see life a different way. Like you know, too, yeah, you, yeah. When you have cancer, you start looking at life a different way, you know. Like if when you recover and everything, you just love everything different. You look at everything mm-hmm. different. Same thing with cheating. Yeah, the marriage died. The first marriage died. The one that you cheated on died. But if you still love each other, you guys gonna see that marriage with value, with respect, with everything you guys. It can heal it, heal it, you know what I'm saying? If it was
0: broken, exactly. it's and that's what we need to, and that's what we're trying to break because a lot of times the generational curses start with us as parents. Because, yes, us parents have gone through stuff where we were having sex early, age we had our kids early, but we're trying to break that cycle to yes. know. It cannot happen no more because we need to keep our kids as innocent as possible. Because Amen. society is crazy out there, the enemy is always coming. So we have to know, like we have to forgive ourselves. Yes, we committed sin when we were a young age, but we didn't have the guidance that we should have had. But now yes. it's up to us parents to be like, you know what? How can I move my kids in a different way and keep them, you know, on a certain path until they are ready to enter those, you know, um, stages of having sex and you know, getting ready for marriage, like first, because, you know, a lot of times we say a little in, in the generations where mar- sex happens before marriage, you know, uh. and we need to kind of break that, like, no, it needs to happen after. But we have to also be aware that society is, like, has a certain way. So we have to do not be mad at your child if they have sex before marriage, you know, but God always, like, redeems every sinner. Because when Jesus came, he didn't come for the saints, he came for the sinners. you have to have space for that you know forgive yourself Mm -hmm. forgive them and move on from that and and grow within god because he always wants to work in your life no matter what stage of your life god always step in and he will create a a, a new space for you to grow Mm spiritually with him you know Mm -hmm. yes amen amen so let's finish that with some prayer you saw it off so i'm gonna let you finish it off as well okay thank you heavenly father and holy spirit for being here with us talking in this
1: conversation and taking over thank you hope it goes the message that it was meant for who it was meant to they received it amen. father we're here doing your work holy spirit you're moving us you're taking us and uh, we're loving it thank you
0: He and i amen jesus christ amen amen, amen. and thank you all for taking the time to listen to our third episode and we hope you took something away from this episode and if you have any questions or wanted to reach out to us our podcast ig is getting, Lee, getting real with Lee and lily on ig and then lily has her page lily you, you want to shout it out bible on the go and then mine is liora underscore turner 25 so hope to see you there if you have any questions please, or any comments please hit us up in our podcast ig and we'll be glad to answer anything and everything nothing's left off the table amen Amen. Yay. God first. God first. Have a great day, guys. You too. Bye.